Here you have a major international retail brand promoting kiddie porn and sex with children, and not promoting it subtly, but right out in the open. No healthy society can tolerate that, and in fact, none ever have tolerated it. There's never been a time in American history where pedophilia was considered anything other than the worst thing, the most horrifying crime imaginable. That, of course, was Tucker Carlson, and God bless him. He's the only person in the mainstream horror media who's covering the truth about Pedogate, something we've covered on this channel for years. Friends, stay tuned, because towards the end of this interview with Bob Kudla, we feature that clip about that despicable company from Tucker Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in, friends. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Were you aware of the fact that silver prices are low due to paper manipulation by bankers? Yeah, it's true, but guess what? I just did an interview with David Jensen, and Jensen believes the Fed just triggered a terminal run on the silver market because of their printing. We should see a huge demand in coming months for physical silver. It's a perfect time to get your silver IRA started. And this month, you'll get an incredible free three ounce silver American virtue coin with a qualified IRA of $20,000 or higher. Call the team right now at 877-646-5347 or just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's absolutely wonderful to have you all back. It's Sean from SGT Report here, and I want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. And yes, we do have a lot to be thankful for, despite the fact that the deep state is trying to destroy our nation. We're going to talk about that in so much more. Bob Kudla is back on the line. He's the founder of Trade Genius. Bob, welcome back. Hey Sean, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. You know, we've got so much to talk about today. The FOMC, Matt, we can talk about that. Obviously, whatever they say affects markets. But I want to start with a bit of levity and show you this from Elon Musk over at Twitter. And I've got to say this comment, this tweet from Stephen King made me chuckle. Pretty soon, notes Stephen King, the only advertiser left on Twitter will be my pillow. And that made me laugh because the advertisers abandoning Twitter because Elon Musk took over are the same advertisers who have abandoned Fox News. So when you watch the big three shows on Fox News at night, you see a lot of my pillow commercials because, you know, everybody else is abandoning truth. And I've got absolute home run truth to play for you guys from Tucker Carlson from his opening monologue on the 22nd of November. That was on Tuesday night. And if I covered the truth that he shares in that opening monologue, if I was still on YouTube, I would definitely get a strike or be terminated. But Tucker's report is still up. I will share some of that on this call right now. But let me scroll down. Here's the amusing part, Bob. Did you see this tweet from Elon Musk? Check this out. Here's what he found in the Twitter closet over at headquarters. Here we are uh, at, the, at the lunch. Thing, and there's an entire entire closet full of hashtag world t-shirts. Now, I don't know what to make of Elon Musk, but you know what? I'll call truth, truth when I see it. And Elon does seem to be at least somewhat on the side of truth. He certainly is aligned against whatever woke mob controlled Twitter. And by the way, Bob, who's feeding him information? Jack Dorsey? Because note that Elon really saved the company by locking the doors. He locked these people out and they wanted to sabotage what was left of the company. Meanwhile, Twitter, more engagement, more users than ever. I, I tell you what, what a story, Bob. Yeah, look, <clears throat> within three months, um, 
he's going to have a YouTube competition uh, within Twitter itself. So you're going to be able to um, monetize your your videos on Twitter. So YouTube's not going to have a choice. <clears throat> Pretty soon they're going to have to uh, they're going to have to go and and uh, basically decenter themselves as well, or they're just going to lose engagements completely. Well, let me show the list of advertisers who have boycotted Twitter. And guys, in like kind, you can boycott these advertisers. It's really a who's who of the deep state. In my view, that's my opinion. American Express, AT&T. How many AT&T commercials do you see in a day that are marketing the new iPhone, the new enslavement phone, iPhone 14, with a chip from Apple that can do something like a quadrillion calculations, Bob. I'm hearing experts say the only reason for that is to track and trace you in real time, 24-7. What else? We've got Chipotle Mexican Grill in here. Of course, Citigroup, a criminal bank. The list goes on and on. Dell Computer, Hewlett Packard, Hilton Worldwide. Of course, the Hilton Empire. Of course, they would want to boycott Twitter. We've got Merck, the peddler of Gardasil. Meta Platforms, formerly Facebook. Boy, to me, it's just a who's who of who to boycott. These are the companies boycotting Twitter. Meanwhile, today, Bob, the FOMC met and uh, they seem split between slowing the rate hikes and raising the rate hikes. So we'll talk about that today as we're talking. Silver up two and a half percent at 2181. Bitcoin stable at 16,500 after a one year bear market decimating the price of Bitcoin. But Bob, I'm coming back to you. We'll talk about the FOMC and what you make of it. But but the big story in crypto that I'm seeing, and I haven't heard anybody comment on this, Litecoin up 37% in a week. That's highly, highly unusual. And the conspiracy theorist within me makes me wonder if that's not a signal. I really wonder if that's not some sort of deep state signal that now they're going to send the whole sector far, far higher. Litecoin up 37% in a week. Very strange. Anyway, we'll start with the Fed. What'd you make of it? Yeah, so um, I think the market has been going up for the last couple of weeks in, in anticipation of the Fed not pivoting, not pausing, but slowing the rate of increase. And what's really stopping these guys is the uh, the yield curve is inverted <clears throat> across almost the entire curve. And what that means is that typically if you're borrowing money for a shorter period of time, you pay less money than if you're borrowing money for a longer period of time, just because of the um, the risk of having your money out in a longer period of time for a bank. Well, that that has changed. So the, the money closer into maturity is, is at a higher interest rate than longer out. And that usually spells uh, recession for the economy. So people are realizing at some point here, the Fed just, they can't keep pushing on this because they're gonna make the curve even more inverted and it starts blowing things up. So you could call it dovish, but I think they already front ran it. And uh, and I think they're going to, uh, people are going to start getting worried at, that maybe recession is is nigh here and it'll start pushing the market down. But it, it's not, remember, we're, we're not a, a market of, of, of one nature here. So this is going to be very good for the commodities. So because the, the dollar will come off with that as well. All right. Well, I had a guest on and I covered this just the other day. There is a deep pocketed bet that uh, in coming years, in the next couple of years, the Fed rate is going to drop back down to around 2%. What do you think the chances are of them reversing course over the next 12 to 24, 36 months? 
extremely high. They're gonna they're they're gonna follow the Japanese model. Um, you know, we're gonna be in a deflation probably. Remember, deflation could be a couple different things. It could be, you know, it's the deflation of the things that you don't need to survive, and you still can have inflation of things that you need. So they they they're gonna cre they're creating what's called pushing on a string environment right now, where people just can't afford to borrow the money. And the people who have money don't need the money. And the people who don't have money aren't good credit risks. And so they're going to have to drop the price of credit to attract people to speculate again. And so, yeah, it's going to fall. I don't know how fast, but it's going to fall. All right. Two-point question here as I show you this next article. Of course, I've covered this ad nauseum the past few days. But, uh, of course... As crypto's been in a one-year bear market and they've crashed the price of Bitcoin from 68000 down to 16500 in 12 months, here come programmable dollars. New York Fed and 12 banking giants launched their digital dollar test. Now, I don't know if they're going to call this thing Fedcoin or they're just going to call it a digital dollar, but you know what they want to do and so does my listening audience, Bob. And so here's my two-part question. Do you think, because now we know that FTX was really a deep state operation funneling money to the Democrat Party. We understand that Sam Bankman-Fried's parents are very well-connected, powerful people with powerful friends. Do you think, like I do, that FTX in this crypto winter over the past year was caused to happen just for this reason, so the Fed can sneak, you know, like a camel's nose under the tent. Here come digital Fed dollars, everybody. We're going to save the market. We're going to save crypto with digital central banking dollars. And then, wait for it, crypto back to the moon. I'm making the argument at this point, Bob, that either Bitcoin's going to zero, which I don't think is the case, or it may well go past 100,000 and beyond. And this is just part of the story. What do you make of anything I just said? Yeah, so it's quite clear to now everybody who's listening and watching is that FTX was stood up by, you know, the deep state and the Democratic Party because they both benefited from FTX's meteoric rise. This guy came out of nowhere. You know, if you listen to this guy for a minute, you know, he, this guy, you know, he sings the lollipop song, right? So, um, you know, nobody would take him seriously. In fact, you know, you saw Duffy, you watched him on, on Tucker. He, Six months ago, he called this thing a fraud and told the Congress people it. So there's no doubt that he was stood up. It was a money laundering operation. Nobody can argue with that. Um, it was also my view is that it was also designed to probably take Binance out, which is, can be argued that it's a Chinese front for crypto. And uh, but he wasn't smarter than uh, than than Binance and Binance took him out. I mean, the guy was an idiot. He left himself so vulnerable. I don't think they wanted this thing to blow up, to be honest with you, because look how it's exposed them to over 1 million creditors right now on this whole FTX thing. And it's still unwinding, Sean. There's, there's going to be miners that are going to be blowing up, exchanges that are still blowing up. You know, Bit, Bitcoin can still fall further if, if they have to disgorge Bitcoin. We don't know if people use hard wallets as collateral for bets they made with other things and they're not on the exchange that they're going to have to disgorge their Bitcoin to pay for things. So, so yeah, it's a mess and it's probably going to push into next year because this is just too juicy for the Republican house to walk away from. I mean, you're, you're talking, this is, they, they basically had a 40 to $50 million slush fund 
for the Democratic Party alone for the midterms. And so they um, they're 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 gonna they're gonna dig in this for it. So it's not over yet. Now what you're saying about well like with the programmable look anybody that's in crypto is not going to use the programmable dollar right and i don't even know what the hell programmable dollar means you know i think i know what it means but i don't know if they're telling us what it means to me it means that we'll make you buy what we want you to buy we'll change interest rates on different products you know and so on and so forth so i think it's um i think it's still in its infancy here i think this is a yelling thing you know, she's been she's just been hot and bothered about getting this digital currency in there. They, they know that you know they, they lost the house. They know now next next election the Senate's probably at risk. Europe is going hard right, and if Europe's going to have the winner that I think it's going to have, you know, the WEF might be working in the coal mines. <laughs> excuse me, they may be working in the coal mine, Sean. You know, as prisoners. You know, if, if people are going to start starving and dying in the streets because they're going to blame those guys. So so I think there's a lot to do here yet. Look, you know, uh, we've been short Coinbase. We've been short Mara, you know, short, um, um, you know, Tesla, short Airbnb. You know, all this stuff has, has are, are all wrapped around each other right now. Uh, short Silvergate Bank, you know, so I think these things have... Um, ways to go yet before the having cycle takes over which would happen we think by q3 next year and before lock you know rocket launch on 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 bitcoin so i always want to be really clear to people is that bitcoin's not this but bitcoin's gonna have to kind of fight through this mud if you will it'll come out the other side of it um once all these exchanges have been expunged you know remember too um Charles Schwab and two other entities are creating their own Bitcoin exchange too, by the way, FYI. So I think, I think a lot of that's do we cleared all this stuff out now. Now here's somebody that's sanctioned by the CME group and, you know, uh, have proper reserve, proper regulation. And then we're going to have a, you know, basically an on-chain exchange right here in the U S of, of people that people trust, if you will. So I think all that has to work out first half of the year. But I think it's good news for Bitcoin long term. And it's great news if you want to short all those what I call crypto infrastructure stocks for the next probably two to three months. Because people are going to run scared for a while, as you know. It doesn't take much to get people to stop trading this stuff. And, and we, we just got to have a catharsis here. And then, and then it could rise out of the ashes. Yeah. And let me add to what you said. Uh, so JP Morgan, amidst all of this crypto meltdown, JP Morgan just introduced their own proprietary crypto wallet. So this space, I don't believe is going away. And so can you help people understand, just to contrast the conversation I just had with Bill Holter, it, it was like talking to Peter Schiff to the extent that, you know, Bill Holter, great guy, he just thinks that Bitcoin is going to zero, as does Peter Schiff. Can you explain to people the difference between Bitcoin and maybe every single other crypto, maybe even different than Ethereum. Explain the difference. Why is Bitcoin important? How is it different from the rest of crypto? And can you remind people that what happened with FTX? Okay, that was a Ponzi scheme, yes. But that doesn't mean Bitcoin itself is a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, first of all, Bitcoin's proof of work, number one. Number two, Bitcoin's not inflationary. It, 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 you know, the, 
the amount of coins coming on to the market are shrinking constantly. And Bitcoin is truly a decentralized exchange with no leadership. Okay. And Ethereum, you know, it could be considered a deep state coin, you know, in the ways in which it's structured, you know, and all these other altcoins out there, what problem do they solve that Bitcoin can't solve? Remember, you, you, you own Bitcoin because you want to own something that is not inflationary, just like you own gold is not inflationary, silver, not inflationary, you know, own premium properties because it's not inflationary, premium farmland because it's not inflationary, premium art because it's not inflationary. That's why you own Bitcoin. Okay. I can't speak for the other things. I've always been a Bitcoin maximalist guy. So, um, you know, I'll trade in and out of some of this other stuff, but we, we got out of trading the alts a while back because of the uh, uh, we we're in alt winter. So you don't you don't screw around with it. It's not worth it. So that's that. OK, so now Bitcoin can't go to zero because it's its own ecosystem. Right. Always somebody's going to own it. Right. And so it's going to have value even amidst and amongst each other. And so that's so it's a possibility for it to go to zero. So um, so so that that part. And look, just remember, Bitcoin is a currency because anything that can anything that can exchange with anybody else for value of, of a, a different commodity is a currency. OK, that's the that is the definition of a currency. And so you exchange you exchange something else for something. And and since you can trust Bitcoin, you can, how can you trust the digital dollar? Right. 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 They say, well, we're only going to make a billion of them or a trillion of them. OK. The next week they make two trillion of them or they just cut the value in half. Right. You know, the gold market had a paper gold market. And they're relying on miners to bring on new product, but they can overwhelm the system. Bitcoin, you try to overwhelm the system with paper shorts you know um it's easy for them to get blown up so they, they don't get away with it you just can't shred bitcoin like you could shred gold and silver especially when you have 91 percent of the people uh off um off exchange right now and the other thing too sean is that with the hash rates and right now it, miners are losing money for every bitcoin problem they're solving okay so it, it even slows even more things down so it creates a problem. It creates that muck that you try to create paper short into that environment. You get your head handed to you. So, you know, look, Peter Schiff, he, you know, he makes his money on on dooming Bitcoin and 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 grooming gold. That's fine. He at least, you know, where his biases. I don't know who the other dude is, so I can't speak to it. All I know is that I want to own things that not other people can just create out of thin air. All right. So where I want to own things that I can generate revenue that exceeds people's ability to create things out of thin air, like gold miners, silver miners, oil refineries, oil producers, natural gas, you know, drillers, food producers. Those are things that I like to own. Okay. People have to have them and they don't have, they don't have the ability just to make it. The Fed's struggling with this because they couldn't make energy. They couldn't make food. And every time they tried to use paper shorts in that environment, 
the supply constraints just bit everybody in the head. And so they can't get away with it anymore. So that's my retort. But ultimately, it's a religious argument, Sean. Either you believe Bitcoin has utility or you don't. And, and that's, that's, that's it. I laid it out. Either you believe it or you don't believe it. I'm not going to argue with you over it. All I know is that people that bought it when it first came out are, ma are massively wealthy, even at $16,000, okay? So uh, it still outperforms everything that's out there. So go figure. Hey, friends, thanks so much for tuning in to the SGT Report podcast. So did you know that silver demand will exceed supply again this year? By a large factor, silver is one of the most useful industrial metals out there. And demand is soaring amidst the green new agenda. Electric cars, solar panels, iPhones, it all requires silver. There will also be future demand in the field of nanotechnology, the food industry, and printed and flexible electronics. You heard that right. Demand will increase by at least 50% by 2030. There's no better time to invest with Noble Gold than right now. Noble Gold Investments will walk you through the entire process and will take you no more than five minutes to open a gold or silver IRA. And this month, you'll get a three ounce silver American virtue coin with a qualified IRA of 20 grand or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. All right. Well, the only thing I would add to that is that for those listening, you know, I had a guest on during the FTX meltdown. I can't remember exactly who the conversation was with. The person mentioned crypto being a Ponzi scheme. I quickly agreed, but I was in my mind referring to FTX. That was the Ponzi scheme, literally. Uh, Bitcoin itself, with only 21 million that will ever be in at least 5 million by some estimates, 5 million Bitcoin lost forever. Uh, it's a different story. It wasn't Bitcoin specifically that caused what we're seeing right now in the crypto space. All right. No, I mean, FTX and Binance created their own freaking coins and yes. valued them. And those and were then, the Ponzi schemes. That FTX coin, they I, just I, kept I, I, issuing I, them. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. I love to have FGT coins and Trade Genius coins, you know? <laughs> you yeah. Know, the, if, yeah. If, well, if, if they created a fraud, they gave it a value and then they bought off everybody in the system to. This was a pure emperor had no clothes thing. I mean, you saw the fight between Duffy and Ro Rohana, right? And, and Duffy's sitting there saying, dude, you don't have any idea what you're talking about. Well, guess why he was so vociferous? They're all getting money from it. You know, they're all getting they're all getting money from it. FTX was splashing around billions, you know, all across the world. So he basically bought you the people. He bought you off or he bought your silence, right? So either you were corrupt directly or your friends were corrupt and you were going to cross them. So you were corrupt indirectly. And then he proved to be correct. And Rohana had to, he had to eat humble pie today and basically say he knew more than I did. And the reason why he's doing it is because he, he knows the gallows are coming on this stuff. This is bad news for these guys. These guys took dirty money. And, and, and you know what? And this is not going to be the end of it. And so, so this is not Bitcoin. This is a Ponzi scheme that they use crypto as the medium of exchange. And you know what? They could have did it with dollars. They could have did it with gold. They could have did it with wheat. They could have did it with anything. It's just that they, they did it with crypto because they were offshore in the Bahamas and they were away from regulators. And they went ahead and they bought up everybody inside the United States, promised them untold riches, and then greased the skids. And uh, if it wasn't for the dude at Binance, 
and he did it for self-protection, I mean, self-preservation. FTX was gunning for him. He was trying to create an environment where FTX was the de facto exchange, okay? Nobody else in America could use anything but FTX. He was going for the gold, and he was going to he was going to take uh, take finance out, you know, with a kill shot, and finance said, "Oh, screw you!" And took him out, took him out himself. Yeah. So, yeah, this geopolitical, this is big, this is big boy stuff that's happening. So I don't think this is ending yet. Well, let me just say one more thing. I know the audience gets bored quickly of crypto talk uh, here on this channel because we're, you know, really precious metals, honest money people. But uh, I've always made the argument that dipping your foot in the pool in this space isn't a terrible idea. Uh, certainly not a great idea at 68,000 Bitcoin, a much better idea at $16,000 Bitcoin. But uh, Gary Gensler, a guy I've been focusing on on this channel, uh, explaining to people that when he was at the CFTC, he did nothing to rein in the paper manipulation of silver and gold, despite the evidence of the criminality on Wall Street with big banks. And now that he's the SEC chair, he's done nothing to help Bitcoin, and he refuses to approve a Bitcoin spot traded fund. But he loves the Bitcoin futures fund because then they can manipulate the crap out of it. So Gary Gensler rolled out the red carpet for FTX. And uh, it just leaves me with a lot more questions about former Goldman Sachs alum, Gary Gensler. The deep state runs very deep, Bob. That's why they call it the deep state. All right, we're going to move on here. Oh, unless you have a comment. Go ahead. Oh, I, I look, I think you give the deep state too much credit. This is pure greed. Okay. This is pure greed and control. Right. So they, they're trying to protect the dollar at all costs here. And, and, they, and they, he thought he was being clever here. And and all this money they splashed around. Remember, Gensler's boss was um, Alameda, the girl's mom or dad or whatever. Yeah, that's precisely my point. Well, we don't have to belabor this because we're going to bore the audience. I just wanted to share this. I mean, people are making money on Trade Genius. Great week. Made an average of $630 profit each of all five days this week. Love Trade Genius indicators. Bob, you're the man. Thanks for helping me. What's this one? Thanks so much, guys. We had such an incredible week. Looks like I made at least four times the cost of my VIP subscription. Uh, 398 SPY puts. Tell us about some of these trades, Bob. Yeah, so he was asking about a trade we put on, and uh, and then he just saw that I already actually moved it or closed it, and 66% gain on the trade. So he was like, oh, thanks. And then um, this one down here made uh, $1,000 a day just getting started. You know, remember, my services cost less than this for a whole year. So so people are, um, people, you know, one or two trades, people pay for the whole year of service from us. And uh, and so we just do it all the time. And look, you know, right here, full treatment. There's one girl, she joined my service because she's trying to make money for her, her, her child's um, cancer treatments. And you know, so she just keeps me informed in the loop on all this stuff. But really important, Sean, is that we're running our Black Friday specials now. So even our normal, you know, you and I talk our normal um, uh, specials. We we make we make them even sweeter this week. We have to take advantage of it by Saturday, even though it's Black Friday. We push it to Saturday. Uh, take advantage of, of our specials. I mean, you're talking sixty percent off non-bundled. The bundle items are like seventy-five percent off normally, sixty-five percent off free discount it, and and uh, trade stocks, trade crypto with us trade futures options with us, the VIP room, we help people trade options and trade the futures market. We have education. And right now it's, people are pouring in. I mean, we are overwhelmed with, with the number of people joining the service. I mean, overwhelmed in a good way, emotional way. So 
we think we're doing the right thing. We think we're right, right half people. We don't overpromise. Uh, every one of our trades we record so you can see what we're, we're, we're pushing out to people. But we we consider ourselves educators and we'll teach you how to do these things. We'll teach you best practices. We give you access to our algorithms and our indicators and we throw trades out every day. So we really put you in a position of a success. We don't care if you have a small account, a huge account, you're a newbie, or you've been doing this for a long time. We have the whole mix in there. Great group of people. We self-select, obviously, you know, um, for the shows that which I communicate on. And so uh, the audience is, is a lot of people that feel the same way about the world. So it's a safe place to be. And, and, um, and we even have a lounge out there where people can just talk about whatever the heck they want to talk about. So uh, come join us, TradeGeniusAcademy.com, TradeLikeAGenius.com. Uh, remember, you have a couple days to, to take advantage of this. Price is going away like it always does. And you'd have to wait for a whole year. If you're already a subscriber and you haven't already renewed, you can do early renewal. We just add it on to the price of the, I mean, uh, the expiration date. So great pricing. Like I said, we undercharge for our services and uh, we do that deliberately. Well, that's funny. Uh, you said uh, we're like-minded. So it's a safe space. That's very funny. Uh, we need a safe space from all these libtards, Bob. No, I'm kidding. We don't uh, because we have truth on our side. We can actually hold our own in a conversation or an argument, unlike the libtards which leads me to this next news item. I posted this, guys, on November 20th over on Rumble, 158,000 views, Arizona's smoking gun. Well, I'll play just a snippet of this, and then I want to show you something that appeared at Gateway Pundit two days later. But here's the smoking gun anomaly, which proves the big steal in Arizona. Guess who the most popular Republican candidate on the ticket in Arizona was? The person who got the most votes. Was it Republican candidate for state senator Blake Masters with 1,195,465 ballots versus gun grabber Mark Kelly's 1,320,066 ballots? Nope. Was it Carrie Lake with 1,269,894 votes? I'll pause it there. You guys get the idea. Bob, I don't know if you saw that one. Maybe you saw this today at Gateway Pundit. Essentially, the exact same video I did in article form, breaking down the unusual, I would say, anomalies, at the very least, on the Arizona ballots. House races received thousands more votes than Arizona races for governor, secretary of state, AG, and U.S. Senate, which is impossible. Here are the statistics. Here are the vote counts directly from the secretary of state's website in Arizona, the exact information I cited in my video, and there's the guy, the Republican with the most votes, the state mine inspector with one point, almost 1.7 million votes, nearly 400,000 more votes than Kerry Lake, roughly 500,000 more votes than Blake Masters. And if people want to make the argument, Bob, that that guy was running unopposed, which is why he got all those extra votes, that's fine. But take a look at the state treasurer, Republican Kimberly Yee, uh, roughly 120,000 or more votes than Kerry Lake, almost 200,000 more votes than Blake Masters, and Gateway Pundit draws the same conclusion I did in my video two days previous. That is impossible. And it's all coming out because Kerry Lake is not backing down, Bob. Yeah. And I think the um, Attorney General of Arizona has now lost in, launched an investigation too. So, and I understand a guy that did the ballot certification, he served notice too. So, you know, we need to get to the bottom of this or we're not going to win 2024 bottom line. Well, that's right. 
And if you leave it to fledgling actor, Democrat, Democrat, Michael Rappaport, he just says we need to cheat better like they do. He literally was gloating about the fact that the Democrats cheat. He knows they cheat. We know they cheat. So we need to step up our cheat game. He literally said that in a TikTok video. All right. We're going to round out the conversation with this from Tucker Carlson. Now, this to me is a blockbuster report. And you know that I cut my teeth, Bob. I was very much all about telling the truth about Pedigate, Pizzagate, the coded language from Podesta, Clinton, thanks to the WikiLeaks emails, thanks to Seth Rich. All right, here's Tucker Carlson saying things on YouTube via Fox News that if I reported these same things, I would most certainly have my channel terminated. Listen to this. And by the way, if we don't start defeating these people and preventing them from stealing elections, these are the people who are going to run our government in perpetuity, Bob. Listen to this. Being a welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. It is a stable of so-called conspiracy theories that the highest levels of politics and finance, there is a shadowy cabal of pedophiles who use their power to hide the crimes they commit against children. That people think that. Sounds pretty far out to us, too dark and strange to be true. And of course, we are not obviously endorsing that idea. On the other hand, you can kind of see why people might believe it. Jeffrey Epstein, for example. Epstein continued to dine with business moguls and heads of state long after he was arrested for having sex with minors. I'm going to pause it there, guys. Y'all know the story. Let me jump to the chase. This is information I hadn't heard, so my hat's off to Tucker for even going there because, you know, nobody else in the mainstream media could possibly go there. And in case you needed more evidence of that, consider Balenciaga. Balenciaga is what they call a luxury brand. Balenciaga is a company that sells $1,100 sneakers and cotton sweatshirts for $1,500 to people who've literally run out of things to buy. You're probably not doing your back-to-school shopping at Balenciaga, but some people apparently are. So this week, Balenciaga rolled out a new ad campaign on Instagram, and the selling point of the ads was sex with children. One photograph showed a very young girl lying face down on a couch with candles, empty wine glasses, and a dog collar on a coffee table in front of her. Another picture showed the same girl, a toddler, holding a teddy bear dressed in sexual bondage gear, including a leather harness. And then, in case you missed the point, we're for pedophilia at Balenciaga. Another picture made it explicit. That picture showed pages from a Supreme Court opinion that struck down a law designed to fight child pornography. Whoever staged the photo shoot made certain to include a portion of that opinion that used the word sex or sexual four times. And of course, that was not an accident. Balenciaga wanted you to notice. So this seemed like a big story to us, as we told you last night. Here you have a major international retail brand promoting kiddie porn and sex with children, and not promoting it subtly, but right out in the open. No healthy society can tolerate that, and in fact, none ever have tolerated it. There's never been a time in American history where pedophilia was considered anything other than the worst thing, the most horrifying crime imaginable. All right, I'm going to pause it there. Guys, I'm going to try to remember to leave a link below to the full report. I'm not sure how long it will last on YouTube. Bob, here's the point. For many, many years, when I had a channel on YouTube, I reported about the trafficking of children women and human beings around the world and the fact that the elite prey on these things in essentially honeypots for the sickest of the sick. People like Jeffrey Epstein creating blackmail circles to control people, politicians and the powerful. What Tucker just said there is beyond the pale and nobody else in the mainstream horror media has covered this blockbuster story. Nobody. Not Bezos blog, The Washington Post, not The New York Times, not ABC News, CBS News, NBC Nightly News with CIA Lester Holt. You're starting to see the theme here, Bob. 
when we report on it, we get terminated. Thank God for Tucker, because these people control the world. Yeah, for now. For now, but not for long. That's what I think you're saying, Bob. And you know what? I pray to God you're right, because the Great Awakening is real, and at the pace it's growing, pretty soon these people will have nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Okay, Bob, thanks for your time today. I really do appreciate it. I'll leave the link to Trade Genius below. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Sean. All right. Thanks for coming on, Bob. And friends, thank you so very much for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I really mean it. God bless you and your family. We have so many blessings. Our cup runneth over. Our challenge is to keep it that way because Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, the mainstream horror media, and frankly, the puppet President Biden, they want your cup empty. So may God bless you and yours and friends every single day for free. Check us out for free at sgtreport.com and thephaser.com. Those are the antidotes to corporate propaganda and mockingbird mainstream media lies 24-7. Until next time, bye-bye. That's where we're headed. We're mathematically headed toward Mad Max.